a lot of us think that a digital detox is just deleting all social media and going off the grid for a bit which in some cases does hold true it depends from person to person how they'd want their digital detox to look like most often people do a digital detox because they feel overwhelmed by the content on social media or sometimes people just feel that social media doesn't have a positive impact or adds any value to their lives anymore on this episode of yours mentally we're going to be talking about a digital detox its advantages and the effects that it has on one's mental health this was a very interesting episode because i had so much to add to it as well as learn from this this episode is in conversation with ruchika jain who is a counseling psychologist so without further ado let's get right into the episode on today's episode where we talk about digital detox ruchika in these times how can we engage in a digital detox considering the fact that we all work and study from home right so i know it's been work from home for more than a year now and all we have the access is to internet our phones our tabs and laptops but digital detox does not just mean that you completely detain yourself from using all the technology devices it can be detoxing from your phones or laptops for some amount of time or specifically using some social media app that actually make you feel anxious or for whatever reasons you have to actually de- decide to digitally detox so it may be for a specific amount of time it may be for a specific amount of days or for some specific amount of apps that you would want to detox because obviously we're in that time that we would need to know information from internet it can be other options as well okay so what is doom scrolling and what are some of its harmful side effects okay so the term doom scrolling recently came up into actually having a definition so it's when you find yourself scrolling through negative news one after the other so it just sounds very confusing but what the reason behind is is that once you read one negative news you would want to be more informed and you start reading more and more to know what's actually happening and you drown yourself into it so you don't you don't realize how much time you've spent in reading something which is so unpleasant and unhealthy and negative but you've been reading it more and more to just feel that way and then ultimately just feeling more upset and anxious and not feeling lightly with the present yeah i feel like this happens a lot now because like right. with covid all the numbers are rising and all people right. tend to see like say if india is like uh, for example it has 3 lakh cases a day people go and start to see how much does the us how much does uk have what is the debt toll what is the recovery rate they start to see yeah. everything then you know so once you deal go into that then you also start seeing other things like other than covid what other disease of our people you know sort of uh, succumbing to and all yeah. of that so it just yeah. becomes like a roller coaster of negative news and yeah. that yeah. instills yeah. negative emotions in them and that, i think i think that happens like uh, more than with adults it happens with teenagers i think because like yeah. they yeah. they already so addicted to our phones you know in general yeah. like even before the pandemic we were anyway very addicted and now it's just like an add on i feel like if before the pandemic we were had, we had like an 8 hour screen time now it's probably 13 or 16 yes completely right and it just when coming to the effects of doom scrolling it's harming us in a way because we're not reading something which is healthy and productive and knowledgeable for us even though we're getting to know the numbers of okay if you yeah. talk about covid how many dead have happened what are the new updates where is the vaccine right now but what how it's affecting our mental health is something we do not look into we do not understand that it's just making me more upset about the situation and i'm just feeling more anxious of how the situation outside is so messy yeah so, it can be like really hard on 
people who have a lot of stress and who's who are like battling anxiety and all of that and even for people you know whose fam- who some family members have suffered from covid i think it yeah. gets even hard for them because then if they see that so many people are dying or so many people are the situation is serious they start to think it might happen to their family members as well right so ruchika can you tell us some signs or symptoms that will help us decide when we need to take a digital detox Yeah sure so when you actually think about digital detox you may reflect on if you're feeling anxious or stressed when you do not have your phone around or you constantly check your phone if there is net if there is a notification or you also feel upset when you do not receive a message from somebody you were expecting there might be times that you're just preoccupied with your phone even when you're having your meals or even when you want to go to sleep but you have your phone next to you and mm-hmm. in general your mood is very much around in correlation to how technology is with and without you and uh, it definitely affects your sleep cycle you are not engaged with people around like you would have less quality time with your family and friends because you are using your phone for whatsoever reason and maybe uh, you also find you might also find yourself having trouble in concentration because there's a lot of screen time so physically it's definitely hampering you and there are a lot of mental health effects as well yeah i feel like this is very true like a lot of lot of kids i feel teenagers need a digital detox every month <laughs> in my opinion because we're so addicted to our phones like I, like i mean for like speaking for myself i think my screen time is i think i think it's 16 hours it's, i think that's probably oh the lower end that i'm looking yeah. at you know like the entire day obviously i'm just on my phone so and 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 think we're like because we are like now because of covid we can't really go out to meet our friends we just don't have anything to do so like the entire day we're using our phone you know something or the other even even if there's nothing now we we try to find something to watch or you know something to play we'll just make sure that we are engaged in doing something with our phone yeah or our, or our laptop or tv or just anything it's just like i don't think there's ever a time where i've sat without my phone and just you know i'm just there like n- there's never been a time like i think even if i go down to i don't know like buy something buy a packet of bread or something i take my phone even then so you know because that that's just how it is now like we just too addicted to our phones like i i take my phone for anything i say and like i don't mind saying this but i'm pretty sure a lot of kids even take it to the bathroom now because yeah i'm yeah, going to yeah, say that me too <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm one of them. I mean, I, I, it is how it is, you know. So no, yeah, no, there are so many people who start with their morning in their washrooms with their phone, reading the news or seeing last night's updates. Yeah. So that's how it starts. And I don't know. I think some of them think he they try to show that you know we're so busy every use in the bathroom. I think it just looks stupid that you're using your phone in the bathroom. Like, is that how low you've gone to? But okay, I guess everyone. But, their personal choice i'm not judging them okay so in what ways has like social media platforms led to increased anxiety and deteriorating mental health okay so that's a very relevant question i think since the time social media has a boom and especially if we talk about the last one and a half years of how covid has been affected the use of social media one i think we've read posts about people having their quarantine life and like trying a lot of new things with art craft baking cooking so many things so people who were privileged had a chance to also intensify or enhance their quality of social media by enjoying it the people who were actually struggling they had fomo and i've spoken to right. a lot of people 
where they felt really anxious and really uh, they started comparing of how their life is with other people so there were cases that there were instances of feeling anxious feeling depressed not feeling belonging because one you can use social media to be connected to all your friends or because there is social media the connected the actual feeling of belonging to a friend or feeling connected with a friend is really low because you're not sitting face to face so the one mm-hmm. who are really extroverts felt really unusual about themselves because it was just a screen in front of them there was no real human connection yeah. plus i think the content you watch on social media has also a lot of effect, effect on how you think your behavior so if your content is really dark or it's very violent that's how your mood also become yeah, yeah i feel like FOMO, I think most FOMO that even I feel and I'm pretty sure a lot of uh, people feel is like when some people are going for trips, you know, during COVID. Definitely. They're even though to, it's wrong. Yeah. They're going to Goa, they're going to Maldives and I'm just like, oh man, I wish, yeah. I yeah. wish I could go there as well. But <laughs> yeah. clearly, I, I can't and I don't think anyone should also. It's just not right. Right. The entire purpose of going for a vacation is that you have some time for yourself or your family. But it, the generation has become so that you go to a vacation to actually post vacation pictures and good vibes only. And that's yeah. not something which is the essence of what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. And also like about the social media part, I feel like not only social media, even television now. You Like I feel... This is this is my analogy. I, it would be really wrong or some or not applicable to anyone. But I feel like before COVID, people used to watch uh-huh. it like for entertainment and he can not done. Now we either study, we go out, this that. Now I feel like that we have a lot of time. We actually sit and analyze what we're watching and let uh-huh. it influence our behavior in a way that it actually does. You know, sort of change our behavior and attitude towards certain things. Like now it's like we're very observant in watching whatever we are because uh-huh. we have so much free time. Like, it's not like after watching TV, I was like, okay, now I have to do something. No, the whole day only I have to do this. Anyways, I'm at home. Right. I'd rather watch TV for eight, nine hours. And when they do that, it's with full concentration because they're not worried about anything else, right? Hmm. Pre-COVID, they were worried about school, exams, even going out. Like, not worried, I'd say, but like, obviously, there was commitment, right, to go out. So, it yeah. was at the back of their head. Now, there is nothing at the back of their head. It's just, it's just sitting home and just watching stuff and doing, you know, nothing. So, yeah. I feel like, so I feel like television influences us a lot now than it used to before. Like just a lot. Mm-hmm, correct. And plus I think this is something I have observed that most of these platforms, entertainment platforms like Netflix Prime have, I think, increased their shows which have suspense or which yeah. are which has episodes or season one and season two. So that also is a strategy to attract audience to watch it all over one night so that don't, they don't miss out or they don't think of, okay, what would happen next? Yeah. Right. Cliffhangers. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. One of my friends actually, uh, he, had, he had his exam in February and one night before his exam, Sacred Games came out. I think oh, it was fair yeah. or something like that. He watched 10 hours at one go. Till his exam, he just watched the uh, show. Oh I was like, God. wow. Mm. But I feel like even now, a lot of kids have got that I don't care attitude anymore because, you know, they think that COVID has been so prolonged. They've given mm. up. They've also had to give yeah. up on everything that's happening. They around. think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, they think it's cool. Yeah, that also. And, like, and there is just... a lot of uncertainty also to know that, okay, if I don't do this, what's going to happen? Because anyway, there's no school. Anyway, there's no particular exams. Yeah. They're just managing everything so smoothly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like before it used to be like, if I don't do this, what will happen? Now it's like, only there's only one way to find out. Let's not do it and see what happens. Like, <laughs> I think that change has come about. I yeah. feel a lot in my friends, you know. So, 
it's just yeah uh, it shocks me sometimes to see how the changes happen in like just yeah. one year but yeah i guess okay so richika can you give some tips to someone like me who wants to do a digital detox but is struggling to do one <laughs> <laughs> okay so if that the actual scenario so mm-hmm. with digital detox like i was talking so it's not just about completely switching off from all your technology devices because obviously you need to check your mails obviously you need to know what's happening in and around maybe to check on your family members or your friends but if you go actually analyze the amount of hours you use your phone for what are the apps you actually use a lot which may or may not be uh, necessary you can cut that down maybe set a limit like this is something i personally practice i put a limit on all my social media apps so it's not that i'm not using them all the time but it's also that i keep a check that i don't overuse it mm-hmm. like instagram is something i put instagram snapchat facebook whatsapp is something i've put a timer on there are days when i exceed the timer but mm-hmm. i mostly try to practice them so it just lets me alter where i can use my screen time and if i am not using my screen what are the other options i have maybe i actually read a book maybe i go sit with my mom maybe i actually do writing instead of typing something on my laptop so these things are really helpful and if you feel that this is something that may not help you maybe actually decide a day that you would not want to use any of your devices or maybe decide particular times that during my meals i would not use my phone when i'm sitting with my family i would put my phone away in the mm-hmm. morning when i wake up probably the first half an hour i would not check my phone so in the parts of the day you're actually decreasing even if it's 20 minutes those 20 minutes count a lot in your entire screen time i, I feel like yeah that is quite useful yeah and also i think a question that a lot of people would have in mind right now is what if they are in a relationship and how how are they supposed to explain to their partner that obviously your partner is going to understand what a digital detox is but then how right. do you sort of still like maintain that you know bond with and them and then yeah, that's a very valid question actually because mm-hmm. sometimes you all you have is the social media app or your phone to get in touch with your partner but because if your partner is there for you and understanding you can actually communicate to them why do you want a digital detox mm-hmm. so maybe you can if if you deciding to not your, use your phone in the last half an hour of before you go to sleep mm-hmm. so you can talk to them about it maybe decide a time where you will use your phone and then like uh, get in touch with them talk to them about your day and then you put your phone down of how you've decided so that support from friends and family is also really important for you to practice this really healthy like mm-hmm. if you decide to digitally detox yourself from not reading a lot of negative news but obviously you would want to know the updates of covid the vaccination and whatever is happening in the world so this is one mm-hmm. strategy a lot of people try that they tell their family members or friends that at the end of the day or maybe during the day just give me important updates i don't want to put myself into reading everything and then again doom scrolling right mm-hmm. so yeah. that support is something you can always find from your mm-hmm. friends and partners because they would understand how social media or digital excess use of digital is hampering your physical and mental health mm-hmm. so how can we make like how can we help make social media and the inter- internet as a whole a safer and less toxic place right so 
I'm like you were talking about having very conscious attempts of knowing what I'm watching on the screen or knowing what I'm doing with my devices, right? Yeah. So in the same way, everything you do or everything you see has two sides of the story. I can use social media to promote or spread positive news or let people connect who are feeling the same way, who are going through the same process, or it's on the other dark side. So maybe if we talk about digital use, we can. reflect on what kind of content i'm watching what kind of content i'm reading if there are pages or if there are websites that trigger you maybe unfollow them delete them and if you find content which is really helpful content which is helping you through the day or kind of people or some people who are supportive maybe try and engage with that side more than the darker side which is making you feel anxious or upset mm-hmm. or irritated or other uh, other unhealthy feeling right yeah, so productive use of media is definitely what you can shy on if you cannot put yourself away from media completely okay so our digital detox is something we should make a part of our weekly or monthly routines like how often do you think we should do one so in this case i think it's very subjective to answer of if it should be done weekly or monthly or every day Hmm. um if you feel that every day your screen time is really high and you would want to cut down because maybe it's affecting your sleep or your concentration you can take steps daily to practice it if you feel that okay the entire week i am uh, doing my work on my laptop i have to be on my phone for my mails and posts and getting in touch with people and maybe if you see like for a lot of families weekends are the time when everybody is at home and they decide to do family activities together so if that is the situation you have in your house maybe decide that on the weekends i would use my phone less or i would not use my phone in these particular times when i'm sitting with my family so it is a decision that you would have to make understanding what kind of lifestyle you have and what kind of lifestyle you would want right do you think do you think actors and social media influencers also require mm-hmm. digital detox considering their entire work is on their phone or on their laptop or basically just the social media I think that goes for myself as well. Right, I think they do. And what we also know that these actors have a good amount of people working in their PR team. So they mm-hmm. are the ones who are actually handling their media of what goes on their content, what does not go on their content. But what we also know that a lot of actors are affected by the negative comments that that they get or all the trolls that they have. So that definitely affects their confidence and their personality of how they are as a person. So mm-hmm. they also obviously have their own way of handling if they. would want to succumb to all those trolls or they would want to listen to all the appreciation they have but yes i think definitely having a balance in terms of anything you do and obviously including digital media is a healthy lifestyle to have okay so ruchika lastly i want to ask you what are some benefits and changes that you might see in yourself after doing a digital detox we'll be back after a quick break Hey guys, this is your girl Lira, and you're listening to Self Reflection Podcast. Thank you guys for joining me on another episode of Self Reflection Podcast. I hope this podcast episode finds you in the best possible state that you can be in for yourself today. Um, you know, and if you're not doing your best, I hope you know you find some time to care for your mental health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, and your psychological health. You know, I hope you find some time to do some self reflection. um just gather yourself and you know find the best possible way you can deal with what you're dealing with in this moment right 
so if actually you have a thought of going or taking a decision to do digital detox you would know the reasons of how it's affecting you like um i have i have known people from my college who actually exit social media groups or whatsapp groups actually class groups because before ex or during the time of exams there are so many questions that are coming there are so many doubts that looking at them makes them really anxious and unprepared yeah. so they feel more confident when they are actually not knowing how everybody is doing if they have doubts they personally reach out to people or personally reach out to teachers so a sense of self is maintained like we also know that now because we talk to people a lot on social media we might we might lack social skills and this is something i think once we start with school we might observe in um, smaller children yeah yeah so that is something that we can practice at home that when we make sure our kids are just not listening to rhymes or just not uh, watching cartoon all the time but actually sitting with us and learning human communication skills and values mm-hmm. and manners and uh, talking about our generation i think sleep is something everybody is struggling with so you would find a better sleep more qualitative sleep you would be more present in the environment than just not on uh, what's happening in the media and being in another country sitting in your home mm-hmm. and you would also see changes in how you feel as a person you might be less anxious because you're not into a lot of negative uh, reading a lot of negative news you might not feel so upset or we were talking about fomo because you are also reflecting and understanding what am i doing in my life and not just comparing with how others are doing mm-hmm. right that's yeah. there will be a lot of overall changes you see once you actually start to live in the present and not just on the screen all the time mm-hmm. yeah i think that sums it up I feel like a lot of kids just don't like it could be wrong but i feel like Not many of them know how to enjoy life, really. No, because mm. they just on without their phones. Their phones yeah. Without their phones, yeah. Without their phones, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, they think like, like, like I just you know for fun sometimes I just argue with my friends, like delete Instagram. I keep correct them. They're like, no, no, no. It's our source of entertainment, you know. It's it, it uh, for us it is you know fun and all that. Why should we delete it? And I feel like I yeah. I don't I don't think the thing is because they have not been exposed to like ever since they got a phone. Obviously, their lifestyle has changed. It's with everyone. If you get a phone, your lifestyle changes. It's not the same right. as as it was in sixth grade or whatever before you got a phone. Like right. before you had a phone, you. I I I mean, I'm pretty sure. Like for everyone, you probably use like your home phone or like your mom's phone to call your friends to meet and all mm. that. Yeah. But like now, it's obviously completely different and all that. So I feel like your lifestyle completely changes. And unfortunately, I feel for our generation, changes negatively. Because like mm. the the whole thing about cyber bullying and all of that has come in. Like obviously, oh yeah, yeah, that's it. like yeah of another area to discuss. Discuss exactly. And, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, like in my opinion, uh, I feel like the phone and social media has more downside to it rather than like a plus. Like even now, I like I was talking to one of my friends the other day. and i was like telling her how much i hate social media because how how mm. toxic it has become because now like you will see all these videos on instagram i don't know if both of you all have seen but i keep seeing these videos where there's this one guy talking and he's like you know this person at 18 years old has done this 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 what are you doing at 18 mm. i think these videos you even see them on youtube yeah. i feel like these videos are more demotivating than motivating than motivating right? yeah because like then kids start to think that you know this person has achieved so much at 18 what am i doing at 18 yeah Right. And like a lot of YouTubers, influencers mm-hmm. that I myself look up to, also talk like mm-hmm. that. 
and i don't think they realize it's toxic positivity mm. and not you know healthy yeah. positivity or healthy influence that they're sharing but um, definitely definitely like i have my cousins who play online games so mm-hmm. the good part is they connect to a lot of people from different different backgrounds but i also fear that what if they again have to start going to school will they be able to talk or understand what uh, small gestures are able to maintain eye contact able to understand uh, people's behavior than just outside screen yeah i feel it. and then but then again for some people gaming and all of this is like a way to better their mental health so that's another way to look at it obviously yeah yeah everything has two sides but obviously you do have a point that gaming and getting connected to people is their way of de-stressing yeah but yeah. again it comes down to the point that how much you do it and for yeah. what reason you do it yeah 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 for sure but yeah like in my, like according to me and in my like my opinion is not going to change that social media is toxic like i honestly <laughs> really want to delete all my social media accounts mm-hmm. i can't because of work and all yeah. but uh, yeah i really want to delete it because it's like not a very good place like before i'd say like initially when it had just started all this instagram it was a place to you know interact with new people gain knowledge all of that now mm-hmm. it's just rubbish like it's just rubbish honestly it's so bad like i, I just see some posts and i actually feel like reporting those posts but i can't because it's like it's like i, I it's because i think it's toxic and like a lot of people probably even understand that it's toxic mm. like even yeah. i think setting beauty standards is very common nowadays on social media like i'll see posts like or tweets like you know random boys tweeting out like this girl is beautiful but she isn't no addison rae and i'm yeah. just like mm. who, who are you to decide what you know that girl should look like or who are you to set these beauty standards she's not yeah. here to please your i don't know beauty standards right, that you set right. yeah, yeah i feel so like it's easy for them to say it but then it sticks with the person who hears it like for yeah a long yeah. long time yeah i feel like it makes a lot of people insecure like yeah definitely and even body shaming and all of that Definitely. I feel like it, it it just gets to people's mind and then some people don't realize it because they they think that social media is all fun and games. Yeah. Hmm. As simple as people who do not have a social media account are looked upon so much like oh how do you not have an account thing yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah 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 that, that yeah. I think like I said I hate social media toxic. <laughs> So, we yeah. we've been always customized it to like I don't know a person who just uses social media for his work in terms of just following pages or looking at content which is productive and informative uh-huh. than just not like for everything else. Yeah, a lot of people are actually doing this. They just follow things mm-hmm. that you want to see. Right. Yeah. yeah I've so. tried doing that and it actually does make sense. But then again, the algorithm is so. good that yeah. you spend 1 minute extra on something that you really like and then your entire feed will be filled of that and then you can't stop scrolling yeah that's true that's true and mindless scrolling also is something that's coming up that like you're watching tv and yeah. you're also on your phone scrolling down mm-hmm. yeah so you're yeah. not able to process or you're not able to engage yourself completely in one thing in either of them yeah yeah and, and reels are this other i yeah. hate them oh so much <laughs> man i hate them i hate reels and it's what's annoying is it's addicting okay because like very <laughs> it's, it's like i i just sit and see like so much rubbish you know it's there on reels it's just like it's funny how much rubbish is there and it's addicting 
and then yeah i, I just yeah i hate reels but like again <laughs> it's a source of income for some so hmm. yeah i don't want to comment on that we'll leave that aside but uh, yeah i this is quite a good episode quite enjoyable i'd say a lot to learn and a lot to share also from my end thank you and yeah. thank you for also your views i think um and when you're talking about uh, detox there actually apps unfortunately it's again to do with your phone but there oh. actually apps if you put on okay if i i don't want to use these apps while i'm studying they actually put a lock and they won't let you open the app until your timer is over yeah oh, or yes. the more you do not use your app like i think there's another app called forest mm-hmm. so the more you don't use right. your specific apps the more the trees are on that forest so the are, these are also like reinforcements for you for you to okay see your reward in one place till the time you don't use the apps or there are inbuilt features on your phone that it's present i i use i used to use them on my android devices and now on my phone so mm-hmm. i set timers on my social media and every time i open the uh, app i put a timer on when i close it i get a notification of okay these many minutes left so because i know that i have to sustain my app till 12 am at night i would use it less or use it just for a minute more than in comparison to 5 minutes mm-hmm. right so eventually yeah. my usage decreases because i want to set or uh, i want to keep myself using the app in that limit only and not want to increase it that takes a lot of will though Uh, yeah it do. does it does but once you actually start doing it to yourself would start feeling better yeah yeah when you feel like doing it more maybe it'll hurt maybe maybe when i get to your age rochika i can i can probably do this yeah. <laughs> i'm uh, not really young i'm just 20 i'm not really old i'm just 23 that's still lot older than me that is actually as well i'm i'm 18 so <laughs> well So yeah, Hopefully. but, but it's okay till the time you know what you're doing, and till the time you're consciously making efforts to not be negatively impacted by social media. I think it's okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed this one. So thank you, Ruchika, for being with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Rashi and Aman. Have a good day. You, you too. too. And uh, everyone who's listening, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.